Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Eliza. Hey. Welcome. Hey, guys. We are here today with Eliza Capitan of Craft Hangout. And she's a cool podcaster like us. She's probably way cooler than us. I've been listening to her show. And, um, guys, she's way cooler than oh, us. Oh, please. You guys no, are cool. <laughs> We're cool in a nerdy way. But I'm like super excited for our conversation today. So we're just going to kind of kick it and chat about podcasting, about crafting, and about, um, well, I'm just going to fawn over how much I miss New York City. (laughs) Come back. I I try to come back as much as I possibly can. It is the most wonderful place on the planet. And everyone who goes, I like live vicariously through them. So what's your favorite thing about New York? Yeah. (laughs) Um... You know, I don't really take enough, like, I don't take advantage enough of the cool things that go on in New York. But, like, I had an awesome, awesome weekend last weekend. And I was thinking about, like, how great it is to live in New York after that weekend. So, like, you know, a lot of the time I'm just, like, holding to my apartment, editing, podcasting, crafting. But, um when I'm social and I go do things, it's like, wow, this is like awesome. So on Friday, I went to go see MFM Live, my favorite murder live. That was nice. Hashtag podcaster goal. <laughs> that place was, it was in Brooklyn. It was like totally sold out. It was crazy. Um, and then like I went out to eat in Brooklyn and that was really cool. And then Saturday, um, we like met friends at this bar on the Lower East Side and we walked home. It was just so cool. It was like, yeah. I love living here. And also the weather was kind of nice this weekend. Yeah. So that helps. But um, I mean, I love the museums. I love just being in, like I, I live by a park. So it's like cool to go to the park and it's cool to have so many easy things at my fingertips. I think it's the ease that I like the most. Mm. The ease is really nice, but I am totally with you on the first one. The best thing about the city is the diversity of the live shows that you can see, because that is something you can't get anywhere else. Yes. How did your podcast happen? How did the manifestation of Craft Hangout happen? Yes. Tell us all about the origin story of Craft Hangout. And a little bit about you, too. Okay. So... For me, I've always been like super creative. My mother is an art teacher. My mother wrote a book in the 80s about copper plate, like a DIY copper plate book. Um, And like I was always surrounded by art and I was always doing creative things. I was always making things um, like ever since I was little. So when I went to college, I studied fine art. I have a BA in studio art. Um, And when I I remember when I was graduating, before I graduated, my parents were like, maybe you want to get like a minor in education so you could teach. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. And they're like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I think I'm going to win the lottery. And they're like, are you playing the lottery? And I'm like, no. And they're like, this sounds like a great plan. So, <laughs> so I ended up um, finding my way. So I had like various jobs and I ended up working at a gallery. And then I ended up Um, In 1996, I had my first real design job, and I was an art director at a skate shop. And I didn't really know computer. Um, They let me learn while I was there. And that's kind of like how I got my professional career going. So I did that. I worked in magazines and publishing, and then I switched gears, and I've been in fashion ever since. So I specialize in fashion accessories. So that's my background. Um, and in 2014, um, I was like so burnt out on using the computer because like on the computer all day long and I was so tired of it and I just wanted to do things by hand. So I just started like making jewelry and like giving it to my friends just 
because it needed a home and I loved doing it. And then one of my friends, I gave her a necklace and she's like, my aunt wants you to make one of these for her and she'll wear it on the show. One, her aunt is one of the Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so do you guys watch Real Housewives of New York? I've seen. Okay. Well, my necklace had its own storyline. It was, um, uh, I called it, capsize cab sav and then i had a push pino and i had a rose rumble and um she wore it and one of the other housewives wore it and then people were like oh my gosh where can i get this necklace and she credited me and so i had to get on etsy and form an llc so i formed love eliza llc so that's that's amazing I know, right? That's so, a really cool story. I know. It Aside was, from everything else. It, I was, mean, it was bananas. It was bananas. Like, it had its own hashtag. It was, like, hashtag drinking necklace. Like, so, I mean, I still... Ah. Know. So, like, that was in 2015. And, like, still to this day, like, this year I tried taking it down from my Etsy shop. And I still get people who are, like... Are you going to put this back up and I'll put it back on <laughs> for like a hot minute so somebody could buy it and then take it back down? Because like you just get tired of making the same thing so many times. It was mm. so labor intensive. So that's kind of how I got my handmade business going. And then I wanted to start something else. So in 2017, this is like pre-craft hangout, craft hangout. Mm-hmm. So in 2017, I connected with, I have a cousin and her girlfriend and they're super funny. And one of them does like a lot of video and audio. So I was like, should we start something called craft hangout? And maybe like we'll make projects and it'll be on YouTube. And like, maybe we'll use the audio for a podcast. So we recorded at the time I was renting out space at the yard. So we recorded like four episodes I had like four projects it was the whole day um and my sister-in-law who is now like one of my co-hosts she was our roadie and she she helped get stuff (laughs) or whatever so it was me and the cousin and the cousin's girlfriend and we did like four projects like one was like uh, making a rainbow crystal necklace for pride. Another one was making pizza jewelry out of a pizza box. Another one was mermaid hair clips. And then the other one was, oh, retro butterfly clips. So, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we got one of them released right at the same day as pride. And then the other three just never made it out. So just you know life got in the way I wasn't editing the videos and the cousin and the cousin's girlfriend or whatever just you know life life happens and it wasn't really gonna happen so my sister-in-law was like I still want to do this with you so I was like okay what could we do let's just do a podcast because I don't know how to do video and I'm mm. sure I could figure out how to use GarageBand so <laughs> I know so she's like cool so I went to um uh, guitar center and I got all the equipment and then her friend Sam came over to my apartment when we started talking about craft hangout and it's very different so we we repackaged it and whereas the first craft hangout was like more like fun funny entertainment craft hangout now is more of like an inspiration destination for craft hustlers and craft hobbyists to Mm. just you know get their inspiration and get a takeaway and let Mm -hmm. obviously I mean I think it's entertaining but it's more focused on like what you can get out of it um so her friend Sam was over and we're like we're gonna talk about our podcast like here's like some macrame thread like make yourself a bracelet so we're sitting talking and as we're talking Sam got involved and we just all looked at each other and were like, maybe like we need to get a third microphone so Sam yeah. could be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically how it happened. Hi, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and <laughs> your show is super entertaining. I've been listening yeah. to it and it's fantastic. Thank you. And you yeah. have such good guests, and you do such a great job of helping tell their stories. And well, thank you. Same as you. We have so much in common, ladies. Yeah. Oh, no, this is this great is minds really think alike. Well, I know you went to the big podcasting convention. Yes. Um, yeah, po- you guys did movement. Go, right? Yeah, podcast movement. Podcast um, movement. And it was in Philadelphia. Yeah, and, it was in Philly. Yeah, no. 
it was the same it was either the same weekend or the weekend right after my big retreat and amanda had come here out out here to michigan but uh no can you tell us yeah the awesome ladies live retreat it was amazing and wonderful and just absolutely fantastic but can you tell us about the um and i know you spoke too i did that was so bananas so tell us all about that (laughs) okay so uh i've I haven't done like a whole bunch of speaking engagements and I was like, this would be like a cool opportunity. So there is this brand called Ignite and they do sparks, which is kind of like a Ted talk. So they, yes. So they had like, you know, you could, you could submit your idea and then people would vote on it. Mm-hmm. And um, I submitted mine. I was like, what What am I an expert in? And I was like, and also what would appeal to the people that are at Podcast Movement? Because FYI, most of them are doing uh, some kind of side hustle or something about finance. Mm-hmm. These most of the people that were at Podcast Movement. Mm-hmm. Um, which like, and I'm like, I, I, my name is uh, Craft Hangout and um, I talk about crafts. Like, you know, all these people are like, I talk about money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So (laughs) it's, yeah, it was, it was, it made me stick out, you know? But um, I was like, I have an entire career, like over 22 years of having to figure out how to turn on the creative faucet. So like quickly. So that was what I spoke about. It was about how to find creative motivation, even in an uninspiring environment. So, I mean, you got to get really good at that because otherwise you might not be able to move forward. And there are certain things that can trigger the faucet to turn on. So that was what my talk was. And it went over well, which was cool. And it was bananas because I broke my foot. So <laughs> while giving the speech... <laughs> I had to get, I had to go on stage with the big boon boot. I was so self-conscious. And I was just like, I'm just going to do this. Did you bedazzle it? And that was one way the faucet started. <laughs> Shut up. Did, I, I did you? I did not. Oh. I was so disgusted. But I was so angry at it. Like, I did not. Want, everybody was like, why don't you make it cool? I'm like, because I'm just not. I'm I just angry. Yeah. That makes sense. So, I mean, I made other stuff. I made pins uh, and I made my shirt, but I was like, this is what it is. It's an yeah. ugly boot, you know? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and it was crazy because in addition to that, I had to do these slides and the slides moved every 15 seconds. Like, I didn't have control. Uncontrollably? Oh, God. No. So it's like, it's really <laughs> You have no, sometimes it feels like it goes fast and sometimes it feels like it goes slow. So you have to like, <laughs> figure out the cadence of it and you also like can't really memorize it because then it comes off like a speech and it's not a conversation so but it was really cool now it's on youtube and i'm actually pretty proud of it so maybe i'll speak more some other day that's so much fun and so what were some of the favorite uh what were some of your favorite parts of the the podcast movement yeah convention convention yeah it's a convention so one of my favorite things, okay, so to keeping it real, there's a lot of stuff where you're like, oh, this looks interesting. And you go sit in and it's like kind of like a little spammy snake oil salesman <laughs> thing. You're like, this is really just this person promoting their thing. But not everybody's like that, but there was a lot of it. Um, so one of my favorite things was how to monetize in a DIY way. And it was so cool. These um, like three or four people from gaming podcasts, and they talked about different ways to approach either sponsors or like just out of the box thinking. And I actually took some of their tips and they had like a free PowerPoint that they gave everybody. It was was really awesome so that one was my favorite one um i feel like i got the most from that that's fun yeah that's so like it's always so i think we get so much out of like the people whose stuff is sometimes like so different 
But yeah. then you're like, oh, here's what I did. And then you can see like the correlations to your own stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, well, here's how I'm going to do this in my work. Like, boom, boom, boom. And it's so easy to put it into your own work because you know you're not like copying. You know you're not plagiarizing yeah. because it's like, okay, well, I'm not, you know, a gamer website. There's no right. way that like my followers are going to be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, Kristen right. and Amanda yeah. are copying this World of Warcraft. Like, yeah. right. I, I don't even know. Yeah. It, what would we, it was, what would we it was really well, one of the things that they had suggested, and it's not something that I did, but it was like an example of out of the box thinking. They were like, they found somebody on Etsy doing something like board gamey or whatever, and they promoted it and they said, hey, like, you know, I guess they had a code or something. If you end up getting like a kickback, or if you end up getting a sale, like, you can give us a kickback. And it was like a win-win thing yeah. for that. That's I awesome. That was such a cool idea. Like, who would yeah. think of that, you know? Right. Um, I, also, I also had a really cool uh, meeting with Patreon. I know you guys do Patreon and are killing it. We haven't done Patreon yet. We're not ready yet. But we got some really great ideas from them of different things that you could do for your subscribers, which is so cool. I yeah. like the culture of them. I like, like, yes. the feel of yeah. Patreon and, like, the people behind it is a good, like, culture, I feel like, from what I know. I really liked them. That yeah. was my second favorite thing. So, I mean, there was just a lot of really cool stuff. It was awesome meeting people um, and connecting with people, which I love. And it was good. I'm really glad that I did it. For me, it wasn't really that hard. Philly is, like, maybe, like, an hour on the train. Yeah. It was really easy. So... Um, it was good. It was crazy. I like took a vacation from my day job, and then I like went to this podcaster event. Like, come back from vacation, like I'm super. Gave tired. a little speech. So when did the boot happen? The, the boot, boot happened like right before. Oh, the boot happened like I feel like it happened like four weeks before, and the doctor was like, "Oh, like it'll be like." I don't know, like four to six weeks. And I was like really banking on like <laughs> it being the four weeks. And when I went to the doctor and they were like another like three weeks, I almost started crying. I'm like, no, but I got rid of my crutches and that made it much easier to move around. So by the time I had to give my talk, I was like pretty good at walking around. So in this too. financial podcast movement convention, you were the crafty girl with the boot on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. It was I so interesting. It. Like there were people um, who had podcasts about like women in prison, um, like all like across the board. Like it was so interesting. But yeah, there were a lot of finance and so hustles. Cool. <laughs> so, cool. so, cool. so guys, we stick out. Yeah, we really do. That would be a fun one to go to, Amanda. Yeah. The it's next one's in Orlando. Orlando. Oh, it's like not <laughs> Disney not World. I already got a ticket, but is it also in August? It is. It's gonna be so hot. <laughs> it's gonna be like a hundred and forty <laughs> degrees. No, I know, I but know. But you'll be in the air conditioned convention center. I know, but still like you go out and like if you thought New York today <laughs> was bad, girl. Orlando oh, August. Definitely needed a keratin for that. One of the fun things I had uh, had really fun listening to your show is you. you do such a great job of just bringing all of your guests like right down to your like really fun level immediately. Oh, thank you. Like, your show is super, super fun and super enthusiastic and super like, hey, crafting is fun and we're here to do that and like get on board. And then yeah. all of your guests, even the ones who are like, you can tell some of them are like, more I mean, I can, I can tell because yeah. I like I've we've had guests who are like super nervous, and you can tell like a little bit. Okay, I'm a little bit nervous about being a podcast guest. <laughs> totally cool, no judgment on anyone. I mean, I was terrified the first five podcasts guests yeah. I was on, and then like the first ten shows we put out, I'm yeah. terrified. But you do such a good job of putting everyone at ease, and then like oh, making them sound so great on your show. What are your tips for doing that? Um, that's a great question. Um, well, what I do in the beginning before we start recording is I let them know that the show is edited 
So everybody, my show's edited. <laughs> um, and I let them know that the point, the, what I'm trying to do with this episode is to make you look your best. So, like, if they want to retake a question, they want to skip a question, it's not hard-boiled. It's very easygoing, casual, and I'll cut anything out. Like, I want them to look great. And I feel like that that gives them, like, a little bit more ease. So, like, if there's, like, a big gap between, like, I ask a question and then they're like, um, um. Yeah. I'm going to cut that out. Yeah. You know? And then sometimes if there's, like, a super kind of, like, hard question, I'll talk them through it. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to edit this part out. But, like, here's, like, some things that, like, other people have said just to kind of, like, get the creative juices flowing for, like, and then they always figure out their answer. And then I – I cut out the part where they're trying to figure it out. Yeah. I feel like that gives them ease and they make, makes them feel more comfortable because they know that like if they say something and it's, you know, not great or if they cough or like, I'll take it out, you yeah. know? So, because I, I also, listen to a lot that like yeah. they don't, you know, yeah. there's a lot of people that just let it roll. And I'm like, how could you do that to your listeners? That's so mean, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, I think that's one of the things that I really think is so important is the relationship between the host and the listeners is like, it's a community. And I think that's one of the things that like made us so compatible to begin with is like, we're after the idea of creating crafty communities because we all want to just do this thing together it's not just yeah. like hey listen to me talk i'm over here talking right, right. well i think that vibes don't lie yeah and vibes don't lie i feel like if you're coming off with that vibe of like you care about that person and what they're putting out like whether you tell it them or not they're gonna pick up on it just by how you are and the same thing like we like kristen's vibes always like our vibes always just like we love to include you like you know and then people just pick up I just feel like vibes don't lie. If you're coming from an authentic place, the vibe will get so across. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a big reveal. Go. The exact tip that I gave is the exact thing that Kristen told me before we started recording. <laughs> so you guys do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's how you have to prep people for the roller coaster ride. Buckle them. Like, <laughs> almost. Like. I just also feel like every single person who we invite on the show or I want them to be friends with us. Mm -hmm. And like, I would never, ever put my friend out there without like prep. What's the right. And what's that? What's (laughs) that like quote where, you know, you need to like fix your friend's crown without like telling the world that it was crooked. Mm. Ooh, I've never heard that, but that's pretty cool. Exactly what Um, we're talking about. (laughs) Like, you don't need to, if somebody's your friend, you're not going to, like, you know, tell, you're going to, if somebody has, you know, like, toilet paper on the back of your shoe coming out of the bathroom at the club, you're not going to be like, like, oh, (laughs) right. You're just going to be like, okay, we're going to fix this now. Yeah. Because that's what you do for friends. Yeah. That's, that's great. Agreed. Agreed. And I just, like, that's, and if we're not in, like, we're not out here to be competitive. This isn't, right? We're not out here. This isn't finance. We're not out here to, like, you know, make stock exchange. We did have a whole after chatter once about the um, Toys R Us. Takeover of Toys R Us. Um, They're coming back, I think, or? Oh, did somebody buy them out? That that was, I mean, it's it's not confirmed. I know it's not confirmed, but I did read something about that. I don't know. If there's a way to make money, it wouldn't surprise me. (laughs) But, like, that's the whole thing is, like, we're not out here to try to be, like, cutthroat bitches and, like, stab everybody in the back. We're here to make crafts because that's what makes us feel good. And we're people who need to find things to make us feel good. And crafts is one of the best things. And conversation. Right. And friends. So it's interesting that you said that because I actually interviewed 
almost all the contestants for making it. And I one of the things, oh, sorry. No, I got really excited. Sorry. You are? Okay. So, I got so uh, excited too. Yeah. And the way that I actually, the way that I connected with them, um, and I'll go back to the cutthroat thing, but the way that I ended up connecting that with them was I interviewed um, Nicole Stevenson from Dear Hammond Life, who's fantastic. And I wish she would just move to New York and be my best friend. <laughs> but anyway, um, I had tweeted something, uh, you know, I tweeted the episode and somebody liked it and retweeted it. I'm like, that's cool. And so I checked out who retweeted it and it was Robert for making it. And I was like, whoa. I was like, first of all, thank you for retweeting. Second yeah. of all, I want you on my podcast. Yeah. So, so everything had to go through um, NBC. And I was like, you know, give them whatever information you want. Here's my contact info. Like anything they need to know, I'm happy to share it with them or whatever. And then when I was speaking to the NBC marketing PR person or whatever, she asked if I wanted to speak to the rest. And I was like, <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's how I connected with them. And the thing that really moved me about the show um, was that it was not cutthroat. It wasn't like Project Runway. It was very, very friendly. Robert would, when he was done, start helping somebody else. So it was supposed to be modeled after the great... British. The Great British Bake Off. I, yes. I I heard him say that on your show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's very, very friendly, and I just feel like this niche doesn't have to be cutthroat. Right. Like there are a lot of niches that can, and I'm sure there is stuff, but like we don't have to be. There's enough room for everybody, and mm -hmm. as like positivity leads to more positivity there's no, no reason to be negative and i just i just felt like that show really showcased like the friendliness of crafting in such a great way even when there's like a hundred thousand dollars right even when there's a competition yeah. in it right i know yeah but they were still and they're all like best friends like they still are all friends it's i love that do you think that was like on behalf of the contestants or you think like the show was directing them that way or both no they're like really good friends now like after the show so like, it was they just the contestants. so many things yeah. in common they went through this experience together and they they have this creative crafting in common yeah. and they're all so different so like i think yeah, that's um, special billy keel was saying that like they all went out to dinner together he was like the felt guy yeah. and he goes and you could tell that like people were like, how do they know each other? Like they're not family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a work thing. Like yeah. what's going on? You know, they just have this, like this common crafting and it's enough to bond them. I love that. Pretty cool. Yeah. So no need to, to cutthroat. If they, if they were like competed for a hundred thousand dollars and they didn't cut each other's throats, we don't have to. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, what are you going to do over like a pack of stickers or something? <laughs> like some googly eyes? Yeah. It's not worth it. I'm not good like, with tension. Also, it's so hard to make adult friends. Like. That is true. We had another episode on this. Oh, and right. I accidentally started talking about adultfriendfinder.com, <laughs> which is a no-no site. Um, Completely different thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so that's that's an accident. But it is. It's so hard to make adult friends. So, like, if you can find them and they enjoy doing the things you do, <laughs> yeah. don't ruin it. Yeah. Yeah, with petty pride and ego. Yeah. Especially when you can borrow stickers from them. Or a roll oh. of half a roll of washi tape. You're never going to use a whole roll of washi tape. Or finally Wait, have someone... To actually were you ask. the were you the one that said that you had so many rolls of washi tape, <laughs> you like had to get rid of rolls of washi tape because even if you only had the ones that you liked, you would have enough forever. 
That was Kristen's exact quote, I think. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. And that's definitely, because I have a whole drawer right here. And I have a specific. Was that the less is more episode? You were talking about that, the stuff. I, it might be. I have a specific container. And it's the washi tape container. And as soon as the washi tape doesn't fit in the container, that's too many washi tape. <laughs> and then they just get, like, I have so many friends that love washi tape. So that I have, you know, donate them. Or, you know, kids washi tape. Or, you know, there's a washi tape that goes in the everything drawer in the kitchen because it can be for other things. Washi well, tape has... I have such a good idea for you. Why don't oh. you go through the things that you have that you can part with and make little kits for people for Christmas? That's why she's the expert, people. Because <laughs> wow. This, this is the stuff she comes up with on the fly. I love that idea. What an amazing idea. <laughs> I could do that for my students. You should. I know. What? I know. Guys, so many ideas have... beget ideas. <laughs> it's true. It's, true. it's like, I mean, Which I guess we all sort of... I have all kinds of art supplies. Like, have you ever gotten art supplies where, like, you you got art and then like you realize you already have it like you, the same exact thing like how oh, yeah. many rolls of elastic stretchy like do you need for stringing these oh yeah <laughs> i mean what is the again what's the what's the last thing that you bought that you realized you already had um Eileen's tacky glue, but I don't ever <laughs> have too much of that. And I also I got like two more things of Mod Podge, so. You can never have too much of that. That's true. One was dishwasher safe and one was like cheap, <laughs> like when I was like checking out and I'm like, I could get this for $2. That's fine. I need this. So like that makes me think like or I want to ask like what are you crafting? Like I feel like it's whatever spur of the moments on your brain. Like what is your category of craft? Yeah. So I – there's so many different things that I love. So my my main hub is jewelry. <laughs> and I make jewelry out of all kinds of different things that you would normally not make jewelry out of. So, like, I've been making these pins out of paper. They look like faux enamel, but I make it out of paper, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that I sounds love, really awesome. Yeah, I love, t- I love taking things and, like, using supplies and making it look like something that's completely different. So like whether it's um, you know, supposed to look like hammered metal and it's like, surprise, it's air dry clay <laughs> or, yeah. you know, or like I've been doing these um, like pieces of jewelry out of these cheap wooden die cut shapes that like you would never guess that that's what it is. Um, I love markers. I love using markers on different things and also making it look like it's something different. Um, I've been really jamming into markers and gel pens. Like, together, I can't stop. And I've been doing, I don't know when this is going to release, but, like, right now it's October, and I've been doing um, Mab's Drawloween, and uh, I've been really, like, loving my alcohol ink markers and my gel pens. Um, and I also have been getting really down and dirty with my puff paint. That's Fun. another – you do puff pa- – things with puff paint, you would never guess. <laughs> you would never guess that it's puff paint. Really? God. So That sounds super yeah, exciting. I do like – that's so different from my craft. But every single one, I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> every time you talk about some kind of – I wonder, like, what I could do with yeah. that. Like, yeah. Because I feel like you – like, when I go to Michael's, I stick to my lanes, my few lanes. Really? But I feel like you are, like, a Michael's corner yes. corner. <laughs> yes, yes. And it really bothers me when they change. The- <laughs> <laughs> they like, just you do it And you're like, well, where is, where can I find yes. gold leaf? That's like, so I can't <laughs> true. <laughs> That's so good. Season three of Crafty Ass Female has had the theme of work smarter not harder and each of our guests have given us really good and awesome and interesting advice i would love to know how work smarter not harder has found its way into your life either right now or anytime in the past 
So I love this theme because I am always working hard. Like I can't stop, but there are things that I do to make things easier and make things like the most efficient it could be. So something that I do when I have a project, whether it's in like my personal work or for craft hangout or even for my day job is to find out really like when I get the project, like what's the timeline, what are the parameters? And then from that point, I try to figure out the the best way possible. So it might be the easiest way, it might be the fastest way, or might be like just the best way. And I feel like taking the time in the beginning to plan for it actually makes it ease the best. Like it just happens the best, best way possible. So that's that's what I do. And then also for like um, creative inspiration, that's important too. So um, I can open up the creative floodgates. So there are things that I do, like whether um, I just take the inspiration like surrounding me. So like in that video, that you'll link in the show notes, I showed my desk at work, which was like this super boring, um, (laughs) like faux wood panel, gross desk. And I just, I use that as inspiration. Like I just started drawing my own wood grain texture. And then I just made this dynamic dial and it turned out to be like a best-selling watch at Walmart. So there's different things that I, yeah, I try to take my inspiration. I try to um, figure out the best way possible to get inspired. And from that point, it's also easier for me. It's like a smarter way of working. So like I work hard, but like I try to figure out the best way to get from point A to point B. And part of it is like planning a little bit in the beginning and knowing what I have to do to get inspired. And so like in that instance, you were like, what is around me right now that I can try and pull from? Yep. Yeah, and that was That's like your exactly easiest. Right. Yep. There's all different, you know, you just I have like another instance and it's also in the video. I do this all the time. This girl, a coworker, passed me by. I liked what she was wearing. It was a great color combo and I swatched her. I just whipped out the Pantone book and I made a color palette. I've actually done that a lot where somebody's <laughs> wearing something in a good, good color, I match it. And it's usually like a really it's successful. So, yeah, sometimes you have to look directly in front of your face. Yeah. Um, but be open to being inspired. That makes sense. I love that. Yeah, that's amazing advice. And because you Thanks. can always work from there. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so sometimes the hardest thing, at least for me, and this is something that I was working on this afternoon, actually. Writing for me can be really hard. You just start, right? Yeah. And sometimes I forget that, like, I love brainstorming and I love making mind maps. And then I can go from mind map to outline and then I can go from outline to writing and then like, duh, it's done. It's this. That's exactly. That's exactly it. It's. It has to do. You just have to start doing it, right? And you can and do it the way it that makes yeah. sense for you. Yeah. yeah. At the time that you know works for you in the way yeah. that works for you, and it doesn't right. always have to be the exact same way every single time. Yeah. Right. Sometimes it can be like, "Hey, your outfit is cute. Come over here." And right. sometimes it can be like, oh, this desk is so boring <laughs> But maybe it would be yeah. the perfect kind of boring right. for this thing that I need. Because that's exactly right for this moment. Well, if there's also something very relatable to, to the mundane. Yes. You can get inspired. Like, so my the necklace that launched my business was inspired by reality TV. Yeah. Like that's I made this necklace for one of the real housewives. It was different from the one that I made my friend because I wanted this to be like specific to real housewives and that was my inspiration. Actually, 
the necklace that I made for my friend was inspired by Vanderpump Rules because we watched that. <laughs> we both watched it. So, like, you never know. Like, finding inspiration in places that seem like, oh, that's not – you should be looking at a museum. You don't have to, you know? Right. It's just what, you know – being smart about looking at what is around you and being inspired by that too. So agree. So agree. And I think that ties a little bit into what I mentioned, like in the less is more episode, like less agonizing and more organizing. I feel like a lot of times we agonize, we agonize when we think we have to produce or when we need inspiration, hurry, hurry. But if you just calm down and look around and organize what you're seeing, kind of, that's what you're saying. It's like a way to stop. Yeah. Yeah. At being organized about the way, because otherwise, if you have something that you have to do, you don't spend the time trying to figure it out. Just, I mean, not in an overwhelming way, but right. like really in like a slightly mathematical, smart way, you're going to waste a lot right. of time. If you dive right into something, there's some things you can dive into if you just want to just start something. Like if you just want to start drawing, just kind of get your mind you know, your mind to finger kind of a thing, mind to hand. But like, if you're just going to dive into a project without like project managing it a little bit, like you're really going to waste time. It's much smarter and you'll have to work less hard. Right. Absolutely. Agreed. So two other questions we've been asking everybody else this season are, what do you want more of in your life? And what do you want less of in your life? So I want more clarity. I wrote down my answers because I knew you were going to ask me. <laughs> so in my life, I want more clarity. And in my life, I want less, like, headspace noise. Yes. I want that clamor to go down. Because when the clamor goes down, I get more clarity. And when I have more clarity, I can be more logical about my choices. I love yes. it. Yes. Thank you. Love, love, love those answers. Me too. Clair- less clamor, more clarity. <sighs> so good. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's wrap this episode up so we can head over to After Chatter with our... Yay! Yeah. So let's do our currently round, which is based off of Kristen's currently card, which you can get at com slash currently, and you can download even her free one if you just want to get started and have something to post. Fun, fun, fun. So... Are you ready to orally do it on the podcast? <laughs> I think I am. Let's do it. What are you currently watching? I watch a lot of the ID channel. Me too, girlfriend. I mean, come on. Evil that lives the- here? <gasps> that is the worst one. <laughs> Evil lives here. I'm always like, how did you not know that psychopath was in your house for like 35 years? <laughs> I know. So I know. They're all the shows. And actually, it's the best to have on when you are crafting because you don't have to like 100% like right. pay attention. You know but someone's going to die. <laughs> sometimes it gets so crazy. You have to be like, wait, what? And then rewind it. Oh Stop what yeah. you're doing. You're like, wait. Oh but yeah. yeah. Love oh God, the so ID true. channel. Me too. So good. Sorry. I hopped in your currently around right there so excited what are you currently reading um i'm reading a book that's called how to be happier at work i need it and (laughs) yeah it's okay so i went i don't know so i went to there's this japanese bookstore on sixth avenue and i think like 40th street i can't remember the name of it and they have like they have like cute like crafting supplies downstairs and they have like a full on like bookstore on the main floor, which is pretty cool. Oh, and yeah, I've been there. Isn't it awesome? Mm-hmm. Oh so yeah, no, I yeah. I went in there, I was like during my lunch break, and I was like, I'm just gonna get something. Like I didn't even know what I was gonna get. And I saw this book and I was like, I'm getting this. Cause it's like it's all about literally how to be happy at work and like if you have a day job like listen I'm really grateful for my day job and I really love my coworkers, and I generally like I like what I do and I'm but it's still work you know and then you have like your ebbs and flows and I would rather try to figure out how to hang on to my flows because you know it happens to all of us and um 
you know, like I said, I'm super grateful for my day job. I like my day job. I have nothing negative to say, but still it's, you know, it's work. And like, if you are happier, you will be more productive. People will want to be around you. People will want to help you. It's like, it's like an infection, you know, if you're happy, it will, you know, extend to other people. So I was like, I'm getting this book. Uh, awesome. Good. That's the one I got to check out. What are you currently listening to? Well, now I've discovered Crafty Ass Female, so I'm <laughs> listening to you guys. I also do listen to my own podcast because how could I not? Um, <laughs> that's Crafting Out. And I also love My Favorite Murder. And Don't Keep Your Day Job with Kathy Heller. I love her. She actually is the one that gave the tips and cheat sheets for starting your own podcast. Mm. So I was inspired by her. And then on my Pandora, lately I've been listening to a dark wave station, which is awesome. Nice. Nice. What are you currently making? Let's see. So I'm making this little keepsake box for a friend. Um, I'm doing like a group gift with some uh, friends from my high school for one of our friends who is ill. And so we're doing like a little care package. And I was like, Aww. oh, I'm going to have to make this box cool. <laughs> so I'm working on that. I'm working on the Mabs Draloween. Um, I'm working on some designer toys. And I'm working on necklaces and lapel pins so everything everything. (laughs) and that's mabs with a b halloween it's m it's m a b and it's like the hashtag for the mabs draloween is hashtag uh m a b s d r a w l l o W E N. Wait, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I can't spell it out. But yeah, it's, it's drawing with the the two fun. L's. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Anyway, so um, I actually hosted uh, a meetup for New York City female podcasters, and I made little. <laughs> of course, I had to crap yeah. like a booty bag, right? So I. <laughs> pens and I did like a lapel pen that said like podcast corn it was like a unicorn <laughs> podcasting and then podcasts with like a cat that was podcasting yeah. and then I also did this pen that said uh I love podcasts oh I love that and then, yeah. yeah and then this is like a craft hangout pen that I made oops and then cool. uh, this is a this is the up faux enamel pizza slice pen that I made out of paper and then there's like a little mermaid one so this oh is oh my good. god and people can buy them off you um I mean I guess they can I've just been making them with people so like so like that pizza nice. slice we did like a craft hangout live and you just all you had to do was show up at a pizzeria in Staten Island and like we gave all the supplies and we Place. I know. I kind of feel like I should start selling lapel pins, but then then you have to make them and then ship <laughs> them and then I know. But if yeah. I make them in a big, like in like a big batch, like if we're gonna work smarter, not harder. If I make them in a big batch, it's not a big deal. Right. So like wow. another thing that I did for some of the podcasters is when I went to, you know, I had mentioned I had gone to that like jewelry store that was moving, and I got yeah. these bezels and like all of these chains and then I actually made a little podcaster cameo with like a little I know I should make you guys one (laughs) but um I made it for like I only had nine and so I was like the first like nine people or whatever I'll I'll give this to you so um yeah I was actually thinking about doing more with those bezels and it's like holidays right around the corner it's like do I make the jewelry and sell the jewelry or do I make the kits and sell the kits? Really? I'm not sure. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I know it's hard, right? It's a really hard one. Mm -hmm. But both fun choices. I know. What are you guys making? You guys are mainly like paper, right? So Kristen, you're more of like a scrapbooker and Amanda, you're more of a planner. 
yes right okay yeah yes i've been making morning pages which are every morning i wake up and i first thing i do is i go to the table and i spend from the artist way inspired no way no so i didn't even know that that was a thing really well so i knew people it's different morning pages than you though Right. I knew that people did morning pages as a writing right. exercise, but I didn't know that they were by her and I didn't know that they were like specific and measurable and that you did three pages a day and then you didn't do anything. Um, I've been doing them where I go to my desk in the morning. I just make two, like a double page spread in my little notebook that is I've kind of them. scrapbooking. Yeah. yeah, and that's just like... It's been amazing because I do five minutes of creative time in the morning before anything else. Mm-hmm. And it's been like this jolt of creativity and it's like reverberated through my entire life. And so that's just interesting that you mentioned that because I think starting in 2018, I wasn't doing morning pages, but... I had so much going on. I was like doing these paintings that I was like going to turn into scarves. And then I don't know, like I had like this big project that I was doing. And then I also had the podcast. I'm like, I have to figure out a way of doing both things. So exactly what you did. I utilized my morning, which I never did before. It was, I used to just like drink coffee, walk my dog and like be in a bad mood and then go to work. (laughs) So then what I would do is I would either, I had a choice of like working on something for my podcast or working on something as creative like this, this paintings thing. It was like a zodiac. I don't know. I stopped after Aries. I'm like, this is like too labor intensive. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, that I learned how to do that. You and when you get something accomplished in the morning, it really makes you feel good for the rest of the day. So, it's a big yeah, deal. It is a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. So I saw one of your morning page spreads that said a hundred thousand downloads. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, you guys are killing it. Yeah, it's been this thing. It's been fun (laughs) and it's been awesome. And what we thought was just going to be a little conversation between the two of us has turned into conversations. With awesome people all over the place. And now we got to meet you. And that's amazing. Yay! I'm glad I got to meet you guys, too. It's like, we have so much in common. How are we all not best friends? I know. It's going to be amazing. I think yeah. we'll head over to Actor Chatter. And I know yes. we want to talk about some mental health stuff. Yeah. And yes. some other cool, uh, awesome things. So if you guys want to catch um, Eliza and us talk about awesome stuff, come over to patreon.com slash craftyassfemale. Otherwise, you can catch us where you catch us always, whether that's on iTunes or Spotify. Go to your favorite place. Otherwise, head over to craftyassfemale.com. We love you, and we'll catch you next week. Bye, guys.